Hello, everyone, and welcome to episode eight of the Free Agents Podcast. We are on schedule today on a Thursday. We are. We are ready. Finally back. Amazingly. Uh, bright and early for our friend Andrew. We can talk about that a little bit yep. later, but we're hope that, we hope that you're well. We hope that you enjoyed our return on episode seven. If you have any topics that you'd like us to discuss, please comment on our Instagram clips that are up like every couple of days. So we look forward to hearing what you have to say. Uh, but let's get, let's just get right into it. If anyone's watching the video version, you'll see I'm that Andrew is in a different place. I am, this is not a Zoom of. background, and it's amazing. Ooh. I love it. Uh, yeah, I'm in Maui right now. So for the next week, just chilling with my friends. Uh, it's 8 a.m. here, and I was up at 5 this morning. Uh, so before the sun got up, it was great. I had a meeting at 6 uh, due to my own poor planning, but we'll talk about that later. <laughs> um, <laughs> But yeah, it's chill out here. I'm liking it. I'm hopefully going to be able to sleep in but tomorrow. But for now, it's good to be up in the morning. It's sunny. It's hot. It's good. It's better than California. Oh, I don't I. feel bad for you. Yeah. I really don't. I have, you should I don't feel a little bit bad for me. You should feel a little bit bad for mm. me. I have to wake up really early. But jet lag, would have, you would have woke up this at this time anyway. That's, tr- that's true. But I was up yesterday for like 20 three hours or something like that because we had a 7 a.m flight or it was a 7 7 20 a.m it took off and we got i woke up at like 3 30 in the morning because we had to drive to the airport to get like wristbands so we can get cleared so that was that's a full day it was did you at least sleep on the flight no i can't sleep on planes oh so i was up for the entire six hour flight uh how is traveling like I don't want to say post Rona because like Rona is still very much a part of our lives, but I haven't going traveled to, yet. So, yeah, I mean, going to Hawaii, it's easy. Like I flew down to LA uh, or flew out of LA and that was easy. I mean, it's just your standard, like get through security Now you just wear a mask all the time. That's about the only difference and probably just don't want to be next to people as much. <laughs> um, Hawaii, it's a lot different. So to get here, you have to, um, go through their like safe travel website and you basically have to upload a COVID test that shows that you're negative no more than three days before your trip. So if it's like four days before it doesn't count. So you have to get within that time period to get negative. And then you have to like sign up. You have to book like list your trip, book it. They'll give you a QR code and then they scan that when you get through to Hawaii and then they give you a wristband. Although we got ours early in the morning at SFO uh okay. check. it's a whole process man i i came back from uh disneyland with brandon got onto got my covid test and then within like eight hours got my results back and then i was off to hawaii like five hours later because it was like 3 a.m wait did did it's crazy uh yeah. i assume you're vaccinated so i am vaccinated yeah so they still make I, you yeah, even if you're vaccinated, you need to show a negative COVID test. Because, you know, vaccinations, these still have some positive cases. So they just want to make sure that yeah. nobody coming in. So, that, I mean, that's the nice part. And you still have to wear masks indoors even while you're here. But outdoors, you don't need to. And, I mean, I feel pretty safe out here because everyone has to go through that process. Yeah, right I would so imagine it feels safer there. It feels – it's different, man. <laughs> like, there's not a lot of masks going on. And you can walk by people. And I just feel like it's – it's better because I just don't have to worry about it as much. But, yeah. Well, I mean, yeah. I think at the end of the day, like, you know, wearing masks inside is really not that big of a deal. 
it's like not at this point deal. if you're not used to it then you were yeah. not like following the rules so pretty much yeah you haven't gone outside yeah. for the last year and a half if you're not used to wearing a mask anymore exactly and like at this point like if you're vaccinated you can wear like a you know like a real mask but have one that's like nice and lightweight you know it's yeah. like exactly. there's not holes in it obviously but it's like light material yeah. so my face exactly. is like super yeah. wet all the time but <laughs> I'm, I'm very jealous of you i haven't i used to go to hawaii all the time when i lived in california but I haven't been yeah, back a long in too long. from New York. It's like that's 20 really hours. Yeah, that would yeah. be. Ooh. Did they even have I'm, a direct flight from New York to Hawaii? No. I don't think so. That's what I thought. That would be way too long. You would just fly to LA and then connect. LA to Hawaii. Yeah. But how long, you, how long are you in Hawaii for? Uh, So I got here yesterday, which is Wednesday, uh, the 23rd. And we're staying until next Wednesday, which I believe is like the 31st or something like that. A whole week. So, it's a whole week. It's a whole week. Really nice. With, with uh, six of my other friends from high school. So we're just out here in a hotel. Chilling. Having six friends? Wow. Having six friends. <laughs> that it's must be so amazing. nice. I'm jealous. <laughs> I'm jealous, brother. But speaking of, because I know that you have uh, like an internship. Like you yeah. have a job. So like what's yeah. what's going on there? Well, what's it was, going on so there? yeah, I mean, I had to notify them and I was like, hey, you know, I have this trip coming up. It's been booked for a while. So like we, we, I, I, I offered to work cause I felt bad, right? I'm, I'm three weeks into an internship that, you know, I'm only going to do for three months. And I felt really bad taking like any time off at all, but taking like a whole week off is kind of like not yeah. ideal, especially cause you know, it's only so long, but I mean, they were really cool about it. I mean, CSM is there you know, my supervisor, Austin, was super nice about it. And he was like, if you're on vacation, don't work. Like, that was his mentality of, like, if you're on, you know, if you're, if you have time off, you shouldn't be working. Like, just, you shouldn't be worrying about that at all. But, like, I was offering, I was like, I'll work on the plane on, and, like, all day Wednesday. It's not a big deal for me because I work Monday, Wednesdays, Monday, Tuesday, Wednesdays. Um, but he was like, yeah, don't, yeah. <laughs> he was like, don't worry about it. He's That's he, he was super nice there. about it. Yeah, um, I'm kind of, I'm still stressed about like next week though, because like Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, next week, I mean, I have like intern meetings and all of that and I'm not going to be there. So it's, it's, I'm trying to like, let go of that a little bit. I know that like everyone said it's okay, but there's definitely that guilt of like, I'm taking time off right now and I should be probably working and helping them out with the project. But yeah, I mean, I think like, especially if it's an internship, like at the end of the day, it's all what you get out of it. It's exactly. not really, you know, if it's a job, like I can understand why people would feel like yeah. extra guilty about taking vacation because then right. you're like, oblig you're getting paid to do this. And you're like, Hey, by the right. way, I'm taking some time off. Like this is a, your only commitment. But like as an intern, yeah. you can like show up and be horrible. Like obviously they'll, they'll probably, they'll <laughs> and you're probably going fire. away anyways. Yeah. Well, no, like they'll fire you obviously. But what yeah. I'm saying is like, you don't necessarily have to, you know, be super crazy at everything. Like I'd right. say there's less, there's the stakes are lower. Yeah. Um, you know, I would I would say that I definitely did that at my first internship because I was just like Scott shy and scared and like a little tiny like 19 year old working at the big bad NFL New York Jets so I was just like <laughs> kind of scared of everyone like I was the only one that was still in college there I was the only one who wasn't getting paid um, so it's just like a very like foreign environment for me so I like didn't really get a chance to talk to many people yeah even the people that I did talk to I was like very few words um so like again i think like taking time off like is completely fine and it, like if 
these, these supervisors and people that you work with are all human as well. So if you say, yeah. hey, by the way, I'm like going to Hawaii, I don't think they're going to be like, no, don't do that. <laughs> don't they're like, do oh, that, that sounds yeah. fun. Like, you know, I'll see you when you get back. So yeah, I think it's well, very hard sometimes to associate people that you work with on a higher level as like human beings also because it's like purely a work relationship. Yeah. You're like, oh, I exactly. have to be working. But yeah, like, that's the hard part. like going to the beach and going on vacation as well. Exactly. So. <laughs> they all take time. I mean, I mean, I think most companies will require you to take some time off at some point, right? Because it's just the mental. I don't know about required. Right I think they offer it, but it's like very. <laughs> they, I've heard very some small companies print. that they like. They will. I like, think it, haven't used some companies do require days. it. Yeah, like if you haven't used your vacation days, they'll be like, use your vacation days, please. Is there a list of those companies? Oh, year. Maybe yeah. I need to start. <laughs> yeah, exactly. But I mean, like. The, the weird part about it for me was like, I, I'm trying to treat this internship like a job interview, right? And like, if you're, if you're, if you're treating it like that, taking any time off, you're like, oh, well, I'm definitely not going to get hired now. So <laughs> I'm just basically I mean, going to have to. I think to an extent, you know, you might be hamstringing yourself a little bit, but I think at the end of the yeah. day, if you said like, oh, this has been planned for a long time, it's yeah. not like the day before you left, you were like, oh, no, by exactly. the way. I have a vacation. I'm leaving. I'm not gonna be able to do any work because you offered to. Yeah. You said I'd, I'm willing to do work. Yeah. You like offered yeah. to replace. You know the time that you're missing, um, and that I think is is showing like okay, I'm, I can be accountable. Like right. if I have plans, like I can still work around them. Um, so don't. And like, I mean, yeah. After after I come back, I'm not I'm not planning on going anywhere, and I'm probably just gonna you know walk down on that internship. So, just, you know do do my best work when i get back but recharge now i think is the <laughs> mentality hey, I mean, yeah I'm, i mean while you're in hawaii enjoy it you know yeah exactly well it was funny because um this morning i we do like weekly uh internship chats so the interns can get to know each other so technically i mean that's still part of work and i i had that call at 6 a.m this morning and just like working in a different time zone is just such a it's a hard like thing to do because I I planned that call on like Monday, so I was still in the Bay Area and and um, the person was like, oh I'm I'm only available on Thursday at noon Eastern time and I was like, oh yeah perfect like <laughs> it's it'll be nine a.m. for me yeah it's not perfect. not realizing I'll be in Hawaii and that's gonna be a six a.m. call but thank God for jet lag I mean if I wasn't jet lag I definitely would have been miserable this morning yeah I mean I think like I emphasize that especially because like I lived in Europe Yeah, this is obviously not analogous at all, but like watching sports games were never at good times. So oh, we did that. I would Prague. always be up until like the sun was up. Like yep. it, I would always be pulling all nighters to watch, you know, anything. So yep. I completely emphasize that. But in, in terms of working, even like the three hour change, I think is, is a lot like not being on the same zone as, the people you work with is really difficult. Like I can yeah. use my sister as an example because she works for a LA based company. She's back here in New York. Um, and like her days don't end until, you know, eight o'clock. Like, yeah. and that's tough because, you know, that's five o'clock Pacific is eight here, but like, obviously, okay. The trade-off is your day start later. I was about to say, like, you basically start just, three hours later. Yeah. Like you just pick up the day and move it three hours, but exactly. You know, I'd say that's still not a very like healthy existence to be working. Like, 11 to 8 instead no, of 9 agreed. to 5. Like, it's not a great schedule. You know, there needs to be some sort of, if there's going to be a lot of like different time zones involved like for these big companies, 
um, I think having like little pods of like people in the same time zone, especially now where like everyone's remote, at least for now, until there's like a, a central hub, um, it doesn't make sense to be operating on like a single time zone schedule, you know, especially yeah. if remote work is supposed to like be the optimization of work as it stands, yeah. like there needs Let to be them... some optimization of like time. Exactly. That's like, something that is not they're... uniform. Yeah. Let them so. work while they're like most productive or like can be most productive, I guess, and block out their days in a way that makes sense. Not, you know, 11 to eight where you're basically just <laughs> taking up everything out of it. I mean, you're basically working through lunch and dinner there. <laughs> no, exactly. But, and especially if, again, like these big corporations, like yep. you can have different like managers of each, like in each time zone where the, you know, the East coast people, work on east coast time the central people work on central time and the west coast people work on pacific time like if they're you're big enough there's no reason why you'd have to have a central schedule you know maybe i'm just not qualified to speak on this topic but <laughs> i think especially for schools because we all were in school and you guys are on the west coast taking east, taking yeah. east coast classes which didn't make brutal. any sense to me because i'm sure there were professors who were on the west coast who could teach West Coast classes. I'm sure there were professors yeah. in, you know, different parts of the world that could teach classes at times that were better for people in Europe or people in Asia. So again, NYU, I feel like it's a little bit of a disservice to have classes offered at an East Coast time when I would say over half of the kids who were taking your classes are not even in the Eastern time zone. Right, well, I mean like, a yeah. lot of the kids are international i i knew kids who were you know in china and korea who were taking classes at like 2 a.m like that's not that's not okay you shouldn't you shouldn't be taking 2 a.m no. classes that's not no a, and it's not a and so brutal and yeah. if you are like you should be heavily discounted or like compensated in some way like you shouldn't well, be yeah, paying I mean, the same not, amount yeah i mean you're not getting the same education i mean i was i was talking to one of because i worked with a, a group uh, in a group project and one of the guys was from korea and he's in, he was in korea and he was like i every day we logged on he's like i'm so sorry i just woke up like i'm not gonna be i'm not 100 percent here like you just can't do good work when you're that tired and like or you just woke up from a nap from like 7 to 2 p.m and you're all groggy like yeah if you're up work. all night there's yeah, no way exactly. to be like to produce work that you are proud of or that is actually good Right. Or, um, or you I, just again, flip your whole life. <laughs> like, like we could, we could talk about like Zoom school and education for like hours. Hours. Yeah, like maybe. I think that, you know, I think most topically, like the New York City mayoral election just happened. Oh, and it looks like Eric Eric Adams is gonna win, and his famous line was 300 kids to one professor on Zoom is like totally fine." And that's just the most ridiculous out of touch statement I've ever heard in my life. Because even yeah. with 15 on a call, it's, it's yeah. horrible. Like I think yeah. it's very difficult. Cause I was talking to somebody yesterday where it's actually for your, your internship. Apparently your intern calls, like the first one was very quiet because no one really wanted to speak on the zoom. Literally. Um, I mean, there's 16 of us. Yeah. And that's so true with, with classes as well, because I think it's just the, you know, if there's silence in a classroom in real life, it feels too awkward and someone has to speak. Yeah. But on Zoom, it doesn't feel awkward because you're just sitting at your desk with no one around you. 
and you're just yeah. you don't hear anything. So there's no association with like, oh, this is awkward. Obviously, yeah. like after like after a good while, it's like, okay, this is weird. <laughs> it's pretty awkward. Yeah. <laughs> um, and as someone who like actually was contributing and trying to talk, I can't really relate to that because I would immediately just be like, okay, fine, I'll, I'll I owe it to the professor to at least put in some some effort. Yeah. Because I know that they're trying. Yeah. But I feel I just feel like it's a really, you know, just not optimized for the 21st century. So it's, weirdly, it's, it's really weird. I think it's fine <laughs> if you can work in like a Zoom setting if you know the people pretty well, because obviously, like, yeah, chat, face chatting with friends is is totally easy, and like your coworkers or your friends with them is totally easy. But when you're with a group of people that you don't know, like that's a lot of what classes in college and like when you're at a new internship it's just like what you don't want to say anything you don't you're you're so conscious of what you're saying and also just like you don't want to cut anybody off because you don't want to make like the wrong impression the safe choice is just not to say anything yeah which is the, like yeah. The, the cutting default, people so. off is yeah so real because i don't really know what it is about talking to somebody in person i haven't really been able to pinpoint why you don't cut people off as much and like on zoom it's so easy but i guess it's like maybe the eye contact or like the way you're you can see a mouth moving but you you it happens so often on zoom where you're about to speak or someone else is like trying to speak and you're like jostling for position you know you're like you're like all right who's gonna do it and like you can't make eye contact with them so like oh i'm gonna speak like if i were to look at you like we're in a circle in class you know i look at you okay like you maybe you're gonna speak then i'm like all right i can tacitly acknowledge yeah you can i don't speak but on zoom you can't do that so there's so many times where i can remember like three kids all at once be like oh yes. and then they're like oh no you go and they're like oh no you go no you go and it's like this <laughs> and then it just ending. becomes a silence too because no one wants to be the one who just talked over everyone else exactly, exactly. and then the zoom call just spontaneously combusts because it can't handle <laughs> the awkwardness it has to end well also there's like delays i mean i think part of it is like there's there's a little bit of a delay when you're talking um especially if your wi-fi is bad and stuff like that so all of a sudden like you don't know when somebody is going to actually talk or if like they're actually already talking yeah you're like, it's, oh okay sorry my bad there's just got to be you know as, as much as i love zoom the, the platform we're using right now um <laughs> there's got to be a better way to do this i'm not sure yeah. like if it's you know Microsoft Teams or Amazon Chime or Skype or any of these teleworking platforms, or if there's a way to like, I don't know, like rooms that can be set up where like everyone's in different rooms, but it's like synced up to a way, like a, I don't know, you know, so you well, go to the office, but it's like your own office. And then there's ways yeah. to like sync up and I don't know, I'm going like full black mirror here, but yeah, well, it's interesting because um, I know a lot of like companies now they like the whole, like come into the office like three days a week and then work from home the rest of it. And like, I understand that scheduling and like want liking that schedule of not having to go into the office every single yeah. day, five days a week. But also like there's something about meeting in a like a, in the same room that's just, it's so much more productive, I feel, than trying to get work done over a Zoom call. I just, my feeling is that they have to find a way somehow to like schedule all the meetings on those three days because everyone's going to be in and out of the office yeah. days too. It's going to be a scheduling kind of disaster, a nightmare where, you know, how are you going to make sure that everyone can meet with everyone they need to, hopefully in person rather than, you know, 
getting on a Zoom call where I feel I feel more awkward on a Zoom call than I do in person with someone. Yeah, I would I would say that like the future of work and employment and the whole idea of like having a job is very much in question and it's very much fluid yeah. in our current time because even as you're seeing like all of us I would say who would have not had much difficulty finding a finding a job if this were like 2018 and we had the same resumes. I mean, one would think it's not like yeah. whenever I talk to somebody like, Oh, they're surprised that I can't get a job. So that makes me think that I would have an easier time at a different period of time yeah. or when they, they thought, but you know, even in terms of like employment, people are recreationally making money now on things that don't really require any sort of real like training or you know employment like make your own merch or like twitch streaming or like what we're, we're doing we're making content yeah. we're making a podcast yeah. anyone can hop exactly. on and make a podcast and monetize it so i'm really interested to see what like the traditional form of work the traditional jobs are going to do to keep people from just not taking those positions no. yeah obviously i mean i hope that that happens because that means that it will be even easier for someone who wants a normal job to get a job because they'll have to make concessions. But uh, I think that's like something to, to monitor as we go into this kind of like hybrid workspace where going into the office is kind of like not required anymore where you can kind yeah. of just be behind your, your desk like I have here and be like a fully employed individual and never leave your house. Well, so. is that going to become, is that going to become like a leverage thing when you're negotiating a job? Be like, I will come in five days a week. Interesting. Good. That's yeah. really interesting. Cause I would do that. Maybe exactly. I need to like put that oh. on my, on my resume. I would too. Yeah. Willing, to willing to come to five days a week. <laughs> willing to meet <laughs> willing you in person. <laughs> or it's like a, it's like a, it's like a pissing contest of whoever can like do the most like non COVID friendly things. Like the, yeah, I'm not afraid of COVID. Like I'll spit in my hand and shake it. Like I'll shake your hand. And like I'll like, go I'll, on an international business trip. Send me yeah, over. I'll, it's like Ooh. I'll lick the sinks in the office. Like don't worry. Like I'm, <laughs> I'll come in. I'm committed. This is getting like, dangerously close to like a frat pledge. Yeah. <laughs> Just teasing now. Exactly. You get initiated into into work. You go to work at like Goldman Sachs. You're like all right, all right, pledge. <laughs> as soon as you get hired. <laughs> that would be again we're talking about the future of work maybe this is, the future maybe of this work. is where it lies could be you know none of us know this is the future of how the world is going to work i don't know if we should be scared about that or not but yeah i mean speaking it's, of it's coming speaking of being scared um this <laughs> might not seem like something that would be normally scary but sending emails recently for me has been kind of scary i always have always felt like I've been bothering people ever since I was like very young, just interacting with people like, oh, I'm bothering these people. You know, the first time I probably hung out with you guys, I was like, oh, I'm not going to say anything. These, these fools are going to think I'm weird. Like <laughs> I'm just going to sit in the corner. Um, but it's gotten even worse now because like when you're looking for a job and you're trying to reach out to people, there's so many questions that you have in your head about, A, what does this person think of me before and after? You know, there's that preconceived notion of like, okay, this person is going to think of me this way before I send it and this way after. Like there's so many people that I'm like very friendly with 
And I was just so scared to reach out to them because, like, oh, what if I reach out to them? Like, oh, no, this kid's a loser. Like, actually, <laughs> now that he sent me his email, like, I have no interest. So, and this is you especially You got to play true. hard to get, you know? No, ex- and exactly. It's like, I want, you know, I can't be reaching out to people, having them think, oh, like, he's struggling. Like, right. how could yeah. he be struggling? Like, that, and, like, not responding. But I think especially when you, like, want to follow up about something, it's very difficult. Because I most I most recently did because I remember in the last podcast I said it would be exactly two weeks today about hearing from a a position and I followed up I uh, haven't heard anything yet so I'm, I'm in Spain without the S um, <laughs> but I've just had a lot of issues with that I was wondering if you had similar experiences in terms of like I wouldn't even say networking just kind of using your network. I mean, yeah. definitely, especially now that everything's remote, people are just always really like on their own computers and stuff. I feel pressure when I send something. I'm like, oh, I don't want to interrupt what they're doing. Or I don't know. I feel like everyone's even busier now that everything's remote. And I don't want to just add on to their stress of having, oh, now he's reaching out to me. I have to answer this. Like I was planning on getting back to it later, but he needs it now. I don't want to seem too needy or anything. So I definitely feel that. Well, I also feel that because like a lot of the times when I reach out to somebody, I'm asking them for like 15 minutes of a Zoom call or whatever to, you know, pick their brains or ask them advice or something like that. But everyone has Zoom meetings now and that's all you do. So like I was taught, I met with somebody um, the other day and she was like, oh yeah, this is like my sixth Zoom meeting of the day. And I felt so guilty about that. I was like, when you're starting to have like over three meetings a day, you're getting burned out. Like that's a lot. I would have hung up immediately. If it was my, someone told me it was their sixth meeting, I would have been like, I'm leaving. I'm so sorry that I put you through this. After that call, exactly. After she told me that, I just like, I I couldn't stop apologizing. I was like, I'm so sorry. Like, and she had another meeting. I think they should go on a trip to Hawaii now. (laughs) True. I think that if you have six meetings in a day, it's like, required. You get a vacation day from that. Yeah, you're given a vacation day. (laughs) I mean, real requirement. Yeah, no, and like back to the Zoom school, like even like I'd have a full day like sitting on Zoom. And yeah, obviously like this isn't even close to a meeting where I'm like contributing or like actively thinking about what's going on. Cause like Zoom school, come on, let's come on. Let's be yeah. real. That doesn't doesn't require any like mental video fortitude. off. <laughs> yeah, like I'm just well, well especially if your video's off. My video was yeah. on for all of them, but like still. Ooh. Or two of the That's three. Whatever. Who cares? <laughs> Not relevant. Um yeah. But like I would just get like end of the day, like even though I'm not really putting in that much like physical exertion or like mental exertion, I'm so tired. Yeah. Like my eyes hurt, my head is like empty. You know, I'm losing brain cells just sitting here staring at my computer. Yeah. Right. So I completely sympathize to people who have to sit on Zoom and meet like that. Yeah. Um, obviously but- I don't know how painful like meeting in person was, because I've never like really been in meetings in person. So <laughs> I can't, you know, uh, hypothesize about how those feel, but it's definitely better than on Zoom. I don't know what it is about, like, this platform. It's because you're looking at a screen. It's because, I mean, the screen tires you out. That's what, I mean, that's, I think there's been, like, research that shows, like, the blue light tires your eyes out. It makes your, it fatigues your brain. Like, you have to process all this information. You're looking at stuff all the time. Yeah, I also think that there's got to be some, like, scientific fact somewhere that, 
like actually socializing with people gives you energy. Oh, it does. Like, definitely. It's got to be it somewhere where yeah. it's like being in person with other people because we're all like social beings is actively good for your like mental state and right. your energy levels. So I'm actually curious to see like once people start meeting in person, if it gets like too heated now, because everyone's been like so tuned out. Used to just yeah. being isolated. So now they're in stuff. person. It's like, you know, there's actual tension in a room. You know, you can't exactly. really feel I mean, just look at what's happening in all the different sports games with fans actually getting in like fist fights and stuff, you know? Yeah, that's true. Sons and foe. True. Yeah, too much, too much pent up energy. So people need to well, go assault each other. Well, going back to your original question, though, like that's why I'm also like kind of nervous to email people or to ask them for that time because you don't get a good sense of who a person actually is if you're emailing them, right? Like oh, yeah. I can only I I can only convey so much emotion through an email, and it's also how they read it, right? So you're trying to phrase things in a way where you won't come across accidentally as like pushy or aggressive or anything like that and so like i'm always you know i, I remember my dad was telling me he's like you need to take off exclamation points on your uh emails right because i would be like thank you exclamation point and it oh, no. before like before when the computers like first were kind of coming out like putting exclamation point means you're shouting but now it's like enthusiasm so it's changed right yeah. but it's that yeah, thing I'm of a- like i was i was i was emailing like, like my dad and i still, like put an exclamation point he's like why are you doing that stop yelling and I was, and it made me like panic because I was like, oh my God, like how many emails have I sent to like other people who might have that same mentality of like, this kid's so aggressive. Like, well, that's just, I feel like that's just like a dad thing to send. Could you be. Know? Yeah. yeah. I feel like my dad would do the same thing, but I'm a, I don't want to say I'm like a big explanation point guy. Cause like, I don't put it after everything, but I yeah. think it adds a lot of like person, like not personality. Cause then what well, you're going to yeah. show up and just start yelling at people. Yeah. But right. I think that it adds like proper emphasis in yes. a lot of places that a period would make it seem like you're not that interested but it's, that could also period just, can be too blunt yeah. yeah like that could be me being like extra vain being exactly. like oh i need to sound a certain way over my emails <laughs> but i just try to approach sending emails like okay i'm trying to speak the email That's i don't want I'm it to be to like you know like a writing class a or prompt. Yeah. you know super like formal but it's like i because I, I think i also base it off of like the response that i get Cause like I've been getting response email responses from people now, like they're, you know, I'd say higher level ish, you know, since college started and I read the way they respond and say, okay, like that means that I can also say things similarly, not like right. yeah. super casual, but interpreting, you know, what these people have said and like putting my own spin on it, you know? Yeah. I well, know I tried to do the weird. first, no, I tried to do the first email kind of a little bit more formal just because it's like if I don't know that if I haven't reached out to that person before or something. Oh, like, for sure. want to be cordial yeah. And, yeah. and do that. I'm not saying but like, yo, what's up, brother? Like... Yeah, exactly. <laughs> if they respond casually, right, then I feel like that's an indication to you like, okay, like they're a little bit friendlier and they're not going to be as much of a stickler for, you know, yeah, making like, dear sir, hello, I am, I say, you know. Yeah, Andrew I saved the emojis for the second email, so right that was that was a joke. you actually just send emojis on the second email <laughs> just a thumbs up emoji i only speak face. in emojis you know yeah it's just like uh you take like an analog clock emojis like if you're setting up a time you just do that and then the question mark emoji like 
<laughs> Honestly, if it's someone like doesn't weird. respond to me in just emojis, like I know that they're not going to be a fit. It's true. You know? That's yeah, that's the other important thing. You got to make sure that they're a uh, they're a fit for you. I've had a lot of emojis you know, a lot of it's HR true. professionals tell me this that if it's if it's text, they're they're getting the boot. But if it's emojis, it shows they're creative. It shows they <laughs> you know they know how to speak another language. They're actually bilingual. They can the speak emojis. So. <laughs> You know, and That's I think with big that, brain stuff. exactly. And with that intelligent conversation about <laughs> emoji communication, we're going to have to bring this episode to a conclusion. However, yeah. we will be back on Monday and hopefully I think this is going to be a good episode for clips. So we're going to have a lot of stuff on the Instagram. Please follow us. I think and the link is, know, is here. Like, but, right, your thoughts. We'd love to know all the listeners' thoughts about what if anyone's still listening. If, yeah, if anyone's yeah. still listening at this point, if, if what, <laughs> what they what you guys do in terms of emails or like working, taking time off. I mean, I have a friend here right now who's working, and he's gonna be working all day today. So, love to know some advice about that and any topics that you know the listeners want us to to address. Yeah, I think yeah. I think such one as, of these, such as the Padres sweeping the Dodgers. I I think that's a very niche topic that very few people want That's us to address okay. Brandon if okay. I'm totally honest <laughs> well, I, I mean I appreciate the I appreciate for doing it. that oh yeah. I did too there we go yeah. there we go uh, but we'll also tr- maybe try to set up a live podcast because I know that Spotify now has a live podcast feature the green room so they actually bought an app that I used before so now it's something else and I'm like this is really weird but uh, I think that could be a fun thing maybe like in the middle of the week if we you know, yeah. want to do that in between Sunday and Thursday. But again, we would love to hear feedback. So yeah. with that, we conclude episode eight and we will see you again on Sunday afternoon. Yeah, thanks for listening. And if we have any updates on the timing for not on schedule, we will make sure to let you know. <laughs> Definitely post it. Yep.